This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto, which is bringing you flavorize.us. And it turns what you say on the internet into a unique flavor of gelato. So basically, like I signed into my Facebook profile and then I went to flavorize.us and it like analyzed my Facebook profile yeah. and, and like my current mood. It, I mean, it didn't it didn't like look inside my brain. I, I should clarify. I had no. to click what my current mood was. They don't offer that technology yet. And then it told me that my flavor, I mean, here's here's who I am okay. in, a, in a Talenti gelato flavor. I am coffee, liquor, pie crust. That sounds like a sentence with a subject and a predicate, but if you don't (laughs) read it that way, it sounds delicious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think it's going to be, I'm delicious. What if, what do you think Flavorize.us would do if you're like a hater? None of our listeners are haters, so it's irrelevant. Uh, what what flavor would go with that? It would be like... Angry Berry. <laughs> Angry Berry. Well, you can find out what you are by visiting Flavorize.us and flavorizing yourself and combining your flavor with others if you want to. Some flavors will actually get made in real life. Ooh. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about Deep South convenience store staples. Thanks to listener Caroline, who grew up in Statesboro. Am I pronouncing that right? Oh, I think that's definitely it. Statesboro, Statesboro, Georgia. Should we read a little bit from her letter? Let's do, because Caroline really went above and beyond, setting the example for... For yeah, listeners, you're on notice. This <laughs> this was a serious box. It was amazing. I'm in awe. I'm having trouble finding words. Uh, maybe we might feel differently after we taste this stuff. Okay. But we'll see. Uh, so uh, Caroline says. I'm sure the convenience store has been a social center in southern towns for a long time. When we were growing up in Statesboro, Georgia, a trip to the gas station was a reward after completing our Saturday chores. My dad would name an amount we were allowed to spend, and we'd have to do calculations to maximize our loot. Now that I live in California, I've realized how hard it is to acquire some convenience store basics. Mm-hmm. So before we start, I-, I wanted to ask you, did you hang out at a convenience store as a kid? And if so? No. Oh. No. I I grew up in Oklahoma. Oklahoma being like a 
like nobody knows what part of the country to lump it in with. It's not oh, the sure. South. It's not really the Midwest. It's not the Southwest. It's anyway, we didn't really. But that seems like exactly the kind of place where kids would hang out in a convenience no, store parking lot. We didn't lot. hang out in the convenience store parking lot. We hung out at the mall. Uh, however, the convenience store was a, was a hot ticket because at least at 7-Eleven, they had Slurpees. Yes. Uh, Slurpees were amazing. Oh, my um, God. I think I got so more ices than Slurpees. Ices being like the Where wh- were ices from? Oh, like I'm trying to even remember. At the movies sometimes, like at a, you know, an off-brand convenience store. And it was I C E E, right? Yes, and it usually came in blue raspberry or cherry. Yeah. Oh man, a cherry Slurpee. Yeah. Oh, so good. So my uh the convenience store of my youth was Selwood Market at 13th and Lambert in Southeast Portland. I it's probably not there anymore. It's probably been, you know, replaced by like a uh, mixed use apartment building with like a hipster flapjacks uh, <laughs> restaurant. Um, but uh, so it was the classic. I, I really feel like I had the classic uh, youth convenience store experience. Did you hang that, out? Oh, absolutely. My really? friends and I would walk, you know, it was like two blocks from my house. So okay. I'd walk over there and like whoever was there, we would hang out. We They had a couple of video games and we would, you know, put our quarters up on the video games uh, to show oh, that we were man, in line. Oh man, this is like not, not and, my thing. And we did the same thing as Caroline in that, you know, we'd come to the store with like, you know, 35 cents and figure out how to get like the maximum amount of sugar for 35 cents, which would sometimes be um, buying a bunch of five cent jingle fruit candies, which were a now and later's knockoff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and I'm sure I've talked about that on the show before. Uh, I, yeah, I remember when the candy bars went up from 30 to 35 cents and I was like, what a fucking rip off. <laughs> Um, I remember, so my cousins, Katie this and Sarah. This was during the Depression. My cousins, Katie and Sarah, grew up in Northern California. And um, they had, so the area where their house was built sort of like backed up on this like swampy area. Nice. And their backyard wasn't That's fenced That's the dream, in, isn't it? Right, right. Their backyard wasn't fenced in. And like at low tide, you could walk through the swampy area. Your cousins were swamp people. I know. <laughs> Uh, you could walk through the swamp area and like past the fire station and across the street to where there was a convenience store, which is no longer there. It has now been replaced by a high-end grocery store. There you go. But anyway, we would go over there and this was right after Ben and Jerry's had come out with um, cookie dough ice cream. Sure. So we would get a pint of cookie dough ice cream and then at this convenience store they had a whole bunch of like real dirty looking jars of beef jerky kind of next to one of the cash registers. And you would go and you would, you know, choose your type of beef jerky and pull out a piece and pay for it and take it home. And so we would get beef jerky and a pint of ice cream and then walk back through the low tide swamp into their backyard. I call that a meal. Right? Would you say, would you agree with me that a swamp is the convenience store of nature? Yes, I I absolutely would. I'm all for preserving wetlands, but they are like the skeeziest biome. They are they are the skeeziest <laughs> biome, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody everybody loves to hate on a swamp except herons, right? No, if I were going to, if I needed to dispose of a body, I would I would you drop put it, it in, in a, swamp. a swamp. Yeah, it yeah. Would, it would you know sink down because you know they're always dragging you know, rivers. If you happen to be near a peat bog, you should bury your people in the peat bog because the peat preserves them. 
Well, I learned no, that. I don't want to pre- oh, bury, like, like you know. Your loved ones. <laughs> oh, okay. no, no. I was thinking of someone I murdered. So I don't want them to be preserved. When I was, like, 13, my cousin Sarah, who was one of the ones who grew up in mm-hmm. California. Committed a couple of murders. No. She, um, she spent a year living with a host family in northern Germany. Mm-hmm. And we went to visit them. And her host mother had, like, all of these really cute ideas about where she wanted to take us. And she took us to this, like... Viking Museum in like a small town in rural Germany. Wow. And it was near um, the, it was like on the site of an old peat bog. (laughs) And so anyway, they had basically all these like mummified Vikings like under glass and you could still see how they did their hair and all of this stuff because they'd been preserved in the peat bog. Again, you've had so much more (laughs) life experience than me considering, considering that you're much younger than me. (laughs) A different generation. I'm glad you remembered uh, that about me. I don't think I've. Ever, I don't think I know what a peat bog is. I, don't I know really it's some either. kind I just of keep saying it over and over though. I've never been to a peat bog. <laughs> I've only been to a, the site of a former peat bog. Okay. Yeah. Was there a plaque like? <laughs> Here lies a peat bog. <laughs> Can we eat some stuff? Yeah. Let's please? eat some stuff. Should we work our way down Caroline's list? Yeah. I think. I think this. This box was so well conceived. I think we're going to eat everything. I think we're going to love everything. I kind of do too. So, should we start with the RC and moon pie? Yeah, let's start with an. Oh God, I, I, I can't wait to eat this moon oh pie. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm really going to try and avoid doing any like terrible Southern accent impression, but I feel like we should say moon pie. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I do remember um, boys in my middle school eating moon pies. Like somebody's mom would go get them at a convenience store and then they would like all hang out like, I don't know, outside of school, after school, eating moon pies. Uh, Were those boys called the moon pie guys? They were not. They are now. They were making fun of me because I was wearing Doc Martens. What? I know, That's right? what cool kids wear. I know, but I was ahead of my time. They called them clod hoppers. What oh, kind of man. 14-year-old knows the term clod right. hopper? That is an insult that would be slung by like an 80-year-old grandmother. Oh my God, RC Cola. I haven't tasted this since I was a kid and it's so delicious. Oh yeah. I love that. Okay, can I take a bite of this moon pie? Yes, please. Will you tell me what Caroline says about this? Uh, she says that RC Cola and a moon pie, the story goes that this was a convenient 10 cent lunch for miners in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area. This is not lunch. <laughs> well, she, she says why anyone would eat these two items for lunch is beyond me, but I think it's because they were 10 cents. Hmm. A moon pie is less tasty than I thought. It kind of tastes like graham, which I like. Like? Like a graham cracker. Okay. Yeah. No, it kind of tastes like this guy I dated named Graham. No, I never dated anybody named Graham. <laughs> <laughs> no, it uh, it kind of yeah. tastes like a take that Graham. <laughs> it kind of tastes like a Graham cracker. Fuck um, you, Graham. You're never getting a shot at this. But it's a little bit too sweet, and it needs more marshmallow. Yeah, the chocolate gets lost. Um, I like the idea. I like the name Moon Pie. Probably wouldn't buy another Moon Pie. Hold on, I'm going to take a bite out of this part that looks like it's got a lot of marshmallow. Okay. I feel yeah. like I need a lot of liquid to get that down. Well, you've got a, almost a whole bottle of RC Cola there, which, and that's what it is for. It's it's moon pie lube. <laughs> oh, my God, Matthew. <laughs> that was okay. good Good time. I almost, I almost earned a spit take. You did. Okay, cool. Great. Um, okay, well, I mean, there was nothing offensive about that. I just was, I had higher hopes for the moon pie. Well, now we've got something that I've heard of but have never tried called Coke and Peanuts. It's not it's not a product called Coke and Peanuts. It's two products. So, I don't think we sh- should both open a Coke no, to do this. I think Let's just pour one. a little bit of it out and 
for our for our homies. Yeah. So here's how this goes. Uh, we are supposed to uh, drink a little of the Coke and to make room for the peanuts. You see where this is going? Then dump the entire <laughs> contents of the peanut pack into the bottle and drink immediately. Now, mm-hmm. okay. I feel certain without I'm, I'm not about to do you to, feel certain that we're going to hate this no I feel certain that I'm going to have trouble getting the peanuts into the bottle do you have a funnel I think I, I do but I think the the spout of the funnel is is too thin for a peanut <laughs> so I'm just going to see what happens here hang on hang on I'm, make, I'm making you oh, a funnel oh wow I knew this spilled milk agenda was good for something okay <laughs> <laughs> that did not work. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I have to get a photo of this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, did any peanuts get Yeah, like three peanuts got in. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> now, here we go. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, this, this is just great. I do not understand how people do this. This is more difficult than the Tim we Tam have, Slam. We have peanuts all over the table, and we are feeding them like one by one into the bottle neck. Right. It's like we have a baby who who really needs Cheerios right now. <laughs> Only like, the baby is a bottle of soda. <laughs> we're like, open up. <laughs> this seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Maybe we should just consider that enough peanuts. No. No, no we have to do them all. Okay. All the peanuts in there. Because we need the salt, I think, from these peanuts. Okay. Okay. Cool. Should I go first? Yeah, you go first. Ugh. I don't know how I feel about liquids with things in them, like all those drinks with like chia seeds and oh, stuff. Oh, did you ever have that um, Orbitz uh, soda with the little balls in it? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I would do this again, for sure. I mean, the putting the peanuts in the bottle is very hard and is maybe the most difficult thing I've ever done. <laughs> but... I kind of just want to eat the peanuts on the side. Well, I mean, it's definitely stupid, but it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. When you drink mm-hmm. out of a bottle, yeah. do you put your whole mouth over the lip of the bottle? No, because you'll backwash if you do right. that. My kid does that, and I'm always like, no! I don't think a kid is coordinated enough to do the, like, leave an air opening. She's learning. Okay. Um, but for this, you have to put your whole mouth over it. Or the no, peanut- I didn't put my whole mouth over it. I put over. my whole mouth over it uh-huh. so the peanuts would get in. So I'm drinking your backwash right now? Of course. Oh, God. That's why we, I mean, that was part of our, our wedding. <laughs> in my religion, each spouse has to drink a little of the other one's backwash or you're not really married. <laughs> and then you have to smash a Coke bottle full of peanuts. <laughs> well, I mean... Remember, and I, I hesitate to think of the amount of my spouse's spit that I have swallowed over oh, the years. Imagine like if it were like given to you now in a container. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After 11 a, years of marriage, how many... Liters. How many liters do I average per year? <laughs> oh, liters per year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's how you that's how you measure like True if, if I were if I were a couples therapist like how much of your spit have I consumed? Right, you know if if you're under a leader, you know there there are some issues that need to be addressed. Yeah, maybe you should like um, open wider. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're not opening wide enough. Maybe you're you're uh, you're not putting your whole mouth over the thing. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Should we move? 
<laughs> Please, what are we going to eat next or drink next? Oh, next, uh, we got a Goo Goo Cluster. God, this is making me burp so much. Yep. So this so, is the original Goo Goo Cluster you, made with real milk chocolate. Do you think that the Goo Goo has anything to do with goobers? This looks good. Maybe. This looks like a big old tasty turd. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. It's fine. Yeah, I would I ever choose this over a Reese's peanut butter cup? No. 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 But would I choose it over no candy? Yes. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Crane and Canopy. Hey Molly, I have kind of an embarrassing <laughs> problem. Okay. You know, you've got a duvet, you've got a duvet cover. You wash the duvet cover like you should, and then you go to put it back on, and it is like, you know, wrestling a box full of kittens. You pretty much have to climb fully inside it and bring the comforter in with you that in is order to get the thing in there properly. how I usually do it. It is probably my most dreaded chore. And now I don't have to do it anymore because I have the Crane and Canopy Nova Duvet cover. So let's talk about how this works. It's like, so, you know, usually the opening that you slide the comforter in is down at the bottom, right? right. Well, with Crane and Canopy's Nova Duvet cover, it's now in the middle of the duvet. So you don't have to break a sweat, you know, like r- reaching your go-go gadget arm all the way up to the far end. The I don't far even corner. have a go-go gadget arm. I have a king size bed. Can you imagine the size of my duvet? I don't even want to think about it. I'm (laughs) queen size over here. So with the Nova duvet cover, you unzip it like uh, this slit down the middle. You get your duvet in. You can tie the corner so it doesn't slide around mm-hmm. inside, which so is you another never, thing I hate. So you never like wake up and just have like a thin layer of fabric covering oh. you and the comforter is like way down at your feet. I that hate never that happens. so much. And uh, the whole thing takes like, you know, three minutes compared mm-hmm. to the <laughs> 47 minutes it used to take me. <laughs> uh, aside from that, it is incredibly comfortable, um, smooth. Very silky. Yeah, 400 thread count cotton. And it looks like it looks like a hotel. We also have uh, the pillow shams that go with it. Oh, which are th- these are not the kind of pillow shams that are purely decorative. Like I've been sleeping on them and they're super comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're somebody who prefers a pattern, they've got lots of different patterns and whatnot. I, I like it simple. I like a good crisp white bed. Uh, yeah, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have to clean that too often. <laughs> uh, maybe that was too much information. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, you're going to want to get your own uh, Nova Duvet cover and shams for sure. And they've also got uh, sheets, bottom sheets, top sheets, what have you. We should also really specify that it's all 100% premium, extra long staple cotton woven with a 400 thread count. Yeah, what is extra long staple cotton, Molly? I don't know. But it's I don't good. Know. They just told me that, and I was like, that sounds good. All right, so what you're going to do is go to craneandcanopy.com slash spilled and receive 10% off your order if you type in the code spilled at checkout. That's C-R-A-N-E, crane, and canopy.com slash spilled and enter offer code spilled at checkout for 10% off. With Crane and Canopy's Nova Duvet cover, making your bed will never be the same again. Caroline warned us that uh, if you don't drink the peanuts and Coke quickly, it gets weird. So I'm planning to have another sip after it gets weird. Okay, cool. We'll set this aside for now. Okay. What next? Uh, Pork rind. She says, I did not grow up eating these. In fact, I don't like them. However, you will find them at every gas station in the South. You know, I've always wanted to eat them. You've never had a pork rind? I've never really had a pork rind. I mean, I've had like chicharron. It's pretty much the same. Mm, I like that. Um, maybe we should wash these down with some cheer wine, unless we're supposed to use that for something else. Mm. I love pork rinds. <laughs> well, 
Mm. Yeah, those are pretty good. Oh, those are let's, really good. Let's drink some cheer wine. Yeah, let's, it, uh, cheers, man. Want to crack this open? Do you mm-hmm. have the? Uh, I've got the opener. The church key over there. Tell us about cheer wine. Let me tell you everything I know about cheer wine. It's the original cherry cola. Most people have heard of it, but not everyone has tried it. It's best in a bottle or on tap, not in a can. This tastes like Dr Pepper, but like really cherry Dr Pepper. Oh, this would be good. This is like a hot day kind of. You know, I, I feel like I'm not in the right context to fully appreciate it, but it is not bad. Do you think that if we force the cap back on it and put it into your fridge, we could save it for the first hot day and then try again? No. No. Darn. Yeah, I'm going to take a sip of the RC. Okay. I'm going to take a sip of the Coke with peanuts. Oh, my God. We are, like, it, it, we should also add that it's not even 11 a.m. Nope. On a Wednesday, and we are consuming so much garbage for you people. Um, and it's it's not going to get better. And I keep burping. So much burping. Okay, what's next? Um, yeah, this is probably why radio hosts generally don't drink, like, seltzer. <laughs> during- <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so um, do we have to eat these canned boiled peanuts? Well, I think we at least have to open them. Should we get it over okay, with? Okay, let's just get it over with. So these are uh, peanut patch green boiled peanuts. I kind of think they're going to be in the shell in the can. Really? Oh, they are... you're so right. Uh, uh, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do that either. Ugh. So yeah, it's a can of boiled peanuts. So with boiled peanuts, do you shell them? I mean, you must. Or do you eat the shell? I don't know. No, you must shell them because the shell is so fibrous. Even if it were like wet and soft, it would be gross. <laughs> no, no, it, the Matthew. shell is definitely still like shell texture. Ew. Oh, Matthew's doing it. He's eating one. Yeah, it's like it's like very beany. It's very beany. Yeah, I like beans. Well, you want to try it? No, it's it's not it's not as good as a bean. <laughs> <laughs> this this I think is something you have to grow up with. Oh, wow. And I pull this out. It, l- it looks like it's got, like, phlegm. It's like larva. <laughs> and I tried to put it back in the shell, and it didn't work. Okay. Ugh. Okay, what next? Um, can we do these these little uh, cheese straws? Yeah, for sure. So is that what cheese straws are? These are, like, little... No, these che- are, these are like, Benny wafers. Like, cheese ben- Benny wafers. What's a Benny wafer? I'm not sure. I think is it, it like a penny loafer or something. <laughs> I think it's like a, it has sesame or something. It's like a type of cookie slash cracker thing. When I probably I don't know what kid. I'm talking about. These just look like homemade Cheez-Its. Uh-huh. With... Cheese straws are long and straw-like. Are they the ones you make like with uh, puff, puff pastry and uh-huh. you twist them? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay, the flavor is good. I feel the texture strikes me as a little stale, but maybe it's supposed to be like that. Mm, I like them. When I was a kid, probably around the same time I was hanging out at Selwood Market, there was Before a- Before I was born. <laughs> Go on. Right. When you were not even a twinkle. There was a fad for penny loafers. Did this ever oh, happen? Um, yes. Uh, we did not call them penny loafers. We just called them Cole Hans because you oh. had to shell out for the Cole Han ones with like tassels and- I oh, had some. okay. So the ones I feel like the ones that were popular at my school were not did not have tassels. They just had like the little eyelet for the to put a penny in, and and you had to what? actually you had to actually put a penny in I've the penny loafers. I've never heard of this. What oh, are you talking? The eyelet to put the penny? What? Um, okay. Well, most people listening are going to know what I'm talking about. That penny loafers have like a little you know sort of or sort of eye shaped opening like in the leather, and you can if you desire stick a penny in there. If you're cool like me, <laughs> okay. So cool. that was 
Yeah, that was the only time I managed to hop on a trend, I think. So this was this is our trend forecasting episode. Oh yeah, we're trend casters. Do we have anything left other than this Blenheim spicy ginger ale? No, I don't think so. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's not going to be a boiled peanuts trend anytime soon. Or at least not canned. Okay, so Blenheim's ginger ale, we were supposed to be drinking this as a cocktail with uh, bullet rye. Uh, mm. which uh, not going to do at 10.45 uh, a.m. You know, it's really nice. I was So Caroline was mentioning how spicy it is. Um, it's a very... So here in Seattle, we drink a lot of Rachel's ginger beer, which is um, uh, another type of like ginger ale, ginger beer kind of thing. Um, but it is... Uh, it's not pasteurized and it's not cooked at all. Um, and it has a very different kind of spice from this yeah. one. This has like this kind of back of your throat kind of heat like candied ginger does. Uh, I like this. For I like sure. it too. I like um, it too. It's I very think, different. I feel like if we had had this on our ginger ale episode, it would have come in second, probably after totally. Rachel's. Oh, I love how that makes my throat real hot. I'm thinking I'm gonna have another bite of Goo Goo Cluster. Cool. So, does this make you want to see America and all of its convenience stores? Yes, actually, it does. It does. I imagine, like. In Philadelphia, for example, there's a convenience store chain called Wawa that has like totally different, much loved stuff. Cool. Can I think of an example? No. I think that, so, you know, I think we should start a show called Road Food. And I <laughs> and think. Get, and get our asses sued off by <laughs> yeah. Jane and Michael Stern. Yeah. Uh, nobody's ever thought of this before. I think we should Road start food. a show called Charlie Rose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Can we do In the Actor's Studio? With- yes. Hoodly doodly. What is his? What is that guy's name? <laughs> um, James Lipton. Oh, that guy. <laughs> James Hoodly Doodly Lipton. I don't know how I how I pulled that name. <laughs> you, know, you know, he and I we're on a real nickname basis. I call him Oodly Doodly. Oh, I thought it was Hoodly Doodly. Hoodly no, Doodly. Um, is that the show where he makes people <laughs> inhabit their characters during the interview? Yeah, my friend Ben showed me a clip from it recently where Kevin Spacey does a whole bunch of impressions. Okay. But it's like impressions that only people of our generation and older <laughs> would know, like like Jimmy Stewart and Catherine Hepburn and stuff like kids. <laughs> sure. t- kids today would be like, who? Oh, kids today fucking love Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> they call him Big Stew. <laughs> Maybe we'll, always... fi- we'll find this clip and we'll link to it on the website because uh, it's it's really impressive. And like Jack Lemon, he does an imitation of Jack Lemon. <laughs> I don't know what that would sound <laughs> no, like. No, no. That's so far before my time, even though I'm 80 years older time. than you. <laughs> oh, well, it turns out you're older than me. Uh, I, I mean, I guess Jack Lemon had stuff go- going on when I was hanging out at Selwood Market. There was a Jack Lemon video game that we played for a while. <laughs> was he on The Odd Couple? I can't remember. Yeah, me neither. Um, great, great actor. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else. Marlon Brando. He, Kevin Spacey did an impression of him. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to do my impression now of um, that character I came up with like 17 episodes ago. Hoodly doodly. Hoodly doodly. The, um, the, the person who, who is not impressed with this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, do that. Um, um, guys. I think you're, you're not really eating the moon pie the way it's supposed to be eaten. Okay. I mean, and like... I don't really think you're understanding how this is supposed to go. Like, <laughs> let me explain. Okay. 
Good job. Thanks. Okay. Uh, uh, to, to be clear, that was not supposed to be an impression of <laughs> listener Caroline, okay. who's delightful. Yeah, she is. This episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Crane and Canopy, and specifically by the super excellent Nova Duvet cover. It's, what, 400 thread count, uh-huh. which feels real nice on your uh, on your skin and all your 2,000 parts. It's uh, <laughs> it's a long staple <laughs> cotton, <laughs> Whatever which is that very is. important to me. Uh-huh. All right. So you obviously, you want a Nova Duvet cover. So why don't you visit craneandcanopy.com slash spilled to receive 10% off your order if you type in spilled at checkout. That is C-R-A-N-E, crane and canopy.com slash spilled and use the offer code spilled at checkout for 10% off. Thank you, listener Caroline. That was really fun. And I'm totally into this ginger ale specifically and the pork rinds and the RC cola and these little cheese zinger things. And I wouldn't kick this goo goo cluster out of bed. I I would I'd get down with it. I will do Coke and Peanuts again. I'll I will do, I will do. do Coke anytime you want. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, um, you can find us uh on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast where you can I don't know, weigh in on the convenience stores of your youth. Yeah, you can find us on uh, the web at spilledmilkpodcast.com where we'll post uh, kind of a, a photo montage mm. of of the various things we tasted, some of them, which everyone's fit into the photo. Sure. When I say photo montage, there was like a pile of shit on the table and I took a picture of it. <laughs> it's also covered in like peanut detritus from oh, the peanut Oh, everything explosion. here is covered with peanut detritus. Okay, well, um, we will not be posting any recipes from today. Day. But uh, yeah, we, we still like you. We hope you still like us. And until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, we're going to do a line of peanuts. Uh, I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Jack Lemon. <laughs> that was not my butt. <laughs> That was my ankle on the, on the plastic seat. I feel like you have to explain this often. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.